Welcome to A Voice from the Hills, Episode 2, Part 2 of our Travel Conversations with Carl Anderson. You know, in Part 1, we talked about destinations, but just as COVID-19 has made us rethink our travel destinations and budgets, there's been another trend that's developed. We started to reconsider not only where we are traveling, but who's going to be traveling with us. And hosted travel is gaining in popularity as we, as we really been, begin to think, not just in terms of reserving that vacation time to visit that special place, but also we think about reserving that time to spend it with special people. So part two is going to be focused on hosted travel and how, that experience, and how experiencing a great destination can be amplified by experiencing with others that you enjoy. So I hope you enjoy part two, hosted travel. Let's take a minute to reset the travel landscape. Uh, can you give us an update on where we are in terms of places that are open to travel and maybe other developments across the industry? Sure, sure. So right now uh, we're seeing what we're calling the great reopening. This is, this is a situation that's happening fast. Things, developments are happening real quick. Countries opening, countries changing their protocols for entry, making them easier. And, and you know, we're, we're sort of lucky in the United States because – we have a large population that is vaccinated, and we're doing pretty well with COVID. So a lot of countries are welcoming us without having any protocols that are necessary, you know, testing before you get in, things like that. So, so it's much easier for, for Americans to travel abroad. And as far as countries that are opening, I mentioned, you know, that Europe is, of course, the, the, big, the big opening right now. We've been waiting for Europe to open, and now it, now it is. And, and, and again, for Americans to travel to Europe, it's not that difficult anymore. So that, that is a big opportunity now that's starting to open. Caribbean has been open. Mexico has been open. Asia is a little slower. Africa is a little slower. But those countries, so we expect to be on board by 2022. We're, we're looking at the whole landscape right now, James, is, is 2022 being fully open. Obviously, things can change, but right now we're we're expecting the world to be open in 2022. So we're we're telling our clients that, and we're planning accordingly, and we don't expect it to, to that, that that landscape to change much. So, what yeah. about in terms of the cruise industry? What's going on there? Yeah, great question. Cruise industry. If, if you're reading the news, we just had our first cruises out of the United States in the last couple of weeks. So finally, the CDC and the cruise industry has come to an agreement so that we can sail from the U.S. Protocols in place, of course, vaccination requirements now for most cruise lines. It's going to make your cruise experience a lot easier if you are vaccinated. And, but we're, we're seeing, again, the gradual opening of the cruise industry in the United States. It, it's not going to be quick, but it's, but it's gradual, it's hopeful, and uh, it's a lot farther along than we were months ago where we, we had no prospect of when the cruise industry was going to open up. So uh, we had our first sailing out of Galveston, Texas, out of Florida. And that's just going to continue to increase. So cruises will ramp up. Uh, European cruises are, are back. And uh, Alaska now is the big destination. We unfortunately pretty much missed two seasons in Alaska. We missed both of our, our peak seasons in Alaska. So now now we're going to try to catch the end of the Alaska season. I know some cruise lines are trying to catch some of the later Alaska sailings, maybe in um, August and September, to try to salvage some cruises up there this year. But for the most part, we've, we've lost two seasons. But, but for those who aren't familiar with it, the peak season there is kind of May through September. Uh, September. Yeah, that, that's, that's the time that, that the cruises operate up in uh, up the Gulf of Alaska in, inside Passage. So, so a huge pent-up demand for Alaska for next year. And of course, Europe as well. All right, and let's switch gears a little bit. From we've been talking a lot about destinations, let's talk about group travel, specifically multi generational travel. But before we do that, 
I understand that there's some congratulations in order. You're celebrating your 30th anniversary this year. We are. Amazing. We started in 1991 back in Boston. You probably can detect a little accent in my voice, but we are originally from New England and relocated to Central Texas in uh, 2015. So, yep, uh, 30 years, amazing, went by fast, but we've we've been through all of the ups and downs of the travel industry in those 30 years, you know, you know but love what we do. Well, experience does come with scars, doesn't it? Scars a, come with experience. No, no doubt, but, you know, luckily we love what we do and we, and we love planning vacations and experiences, special experiences for our clients. So, And when you say fun. we, you're Anderson uh, Vacations is kind of a family affair, it, it's, right? It's a family business, yes, exactly. We've, we've kept it small throughout those 30 years, my wife and I, and, and we've, we've, we've enjoyed it, and we've, we've, we've kept it that way on purpose because we're able to basically service a smaller clientele but, but do it on a much more personal basis. Sure. And then one of the hallmarks of your company, obviously, is the, the Hosted Journeys initiative that you have. Can you talk through what, you know, what that is for people who aren't familiar with it? Sure. So, so one trend we've seen among our clients is they, they want to travel, but, but they enjoy traveling in groups of like-minded people, friends, family, whatever it might be. So we, we saw a, a big demand over the years for these types of trips. And what we've done is we've developed several trips that we host every year, and we're ripping that up now. Now it's post-COVID to include several different opportunities for our clients, friends, family to join us on these adventures. It might be a cruise. We're doing a cruise in the Mediterranean next year. It might be a local local trip, Caribbean, Mexico type of trip where it's more of a beach, a beach escape. But we find that our clients uh, enjoy traveling not only with friends and family, but, but with, with, with a host so that if there are issues during the trip, there's someone you can always uh, count on to, to, to talk to and, uh, you know, and, and make it a much more enjoyable experience. Take the stress, if you will, out of, out of travel. Sure. And of course, we just returned from one of your, your hosted trips, the Barefoot Escape in Mexico. Right. The, what, what was it, 85 of our closest friends? We, that did. we did. We've been doing those for, boy, 13 years now. Those, those have become very popular, just your, you know, your escapes down to the beach every summer. And we'll continue, we'll continue to do that because it's very popular amongst our, our our clients, friends, and family. So, yes, absolutely. And, you know, we've talked about destinations and, and luxury and things like that, but, you know, these hosted trips are also a chance to see people that are close to you and a chance to develop relationships and multi-generational uh, relationships that you look forward to almost as much as the the actual destination of the time off, maybe, maybe more so. A- absolutely. You know, and the thing about travel, James, is that you know, there's research out there that proves that travel is is beneficial to not only our mental health, maybe our physical health, and and that kind of weaves into these experiences that we develop with our friends and our family. You know, getting get, getting to know other parts of the world, their cultures, spending quality time away from the everyday with your friends and family, the, the stress relief that it brings to you. There's no doubt that. It's, it's a vital part of our being, and the multi-generational, the group trips have become such an important part of that because everyone wants to spend so much time with the people that are close to them. And, and to do it in such an such a, a exotic environment or you know, a fun environment just, just adds to that experience so much more so. Yeah. Well, and I think the thing people don't realize is there's no such thing as a non-hosted trip. If you're taking your family on a vacation, then you're the host. You're the host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The question is whether you want to be the host or not. And 
we want to give them the option if they don't want to. And I'm certainly not qualified. <laughs> and, and the last thing you want you know, on a vacation, I mean, we're all limited to the amount of time that we can, mm. that we can take off, even though we're fortunate to be able to. Right. You know, the last thing you need is stress. Right. Absolutely. And we try to take the stress off, not just during the vacation on our hosted trips, but prior to, in the planning process leading up to it. Because, again, in, in, a, in a COVID world, we're still dealing with a lot of other protocols that add to the stress, if you will, leading up to your vacation. You know, I have to fill out forms. I have to, you know, maybe take a test and all that. So we're here to hopefully take, take a little of that stress off of our clients. And I know earlier we talked about combining luxury and adventure. What can you do in a hosted environment to bring that luxury aspect you know, to the people on the trip? Or even to a select group that want that where maybe the overall population on the trip doesn't. Right, right. So we, we can always offer add-ons, you know, if you will, to any of our hosted trips based on someone's interest. So, for instance, if we're doing a cruise, you know, we can do add-on type of excursions off of the ship. That could be a, a little more of a luxurious experience, you know, if you will. And that's one way to do it. And, of course, the accommodations themselves can be, can be modified. So if someone wants to have, you know, the luxury suite ocean view, they could have a little different experience. Same on a cruise ship. If you want the, the penthouse with butler service, those are things. Even in, even in the larger cruise ships now, you know, the, the, not necessarily the, the smaller ones, the larger ones are still having these options of a luxury experience within that cruise line. So they're creating spaces within the cruise ships uh, that, are, that are much uh, more personalized. So there's that VIP engagement center within the... Yeah. Like Norwegian Cruise Line has a place called the Haven. You know, the Haven is a, a two-level section of the ship, which has, you know, larger suites, butler service, you know, VIP amenities, special access to certain restaurants. So it's, it's an exclusive section within a larger cruise ship. So they've created a whole different experience within. So even if you're taking a multi-generational trip, which a lot of, a lot of folks may not want to do, you know, take take thirty people on a luxury expedition to Antarctica. Sure. They, they want, and plus, you have children involved too that you know have other special needs. So you, you want to take a, a a trip that might be on a more of a more of a, a mass market type of product, but you still want to have that access to a, a, an area like that. So th- that's they're doing a good job of that. And then I would imagine on on a hosted trip. I know I know on ours you set up the itinerary for the entire trip, but there's an optionality to it. Right, you know, for everyone's involved, there's there's not this idea that you're expected to no, you know, to do everything that the group does or expected to do anything. I mean, it's really up to you once you get to the location as Absolutely. to how much of that experience you want to right you right. want to do. And if you, there's something extra special you want to get out of the trip, you can always do that. Right. right. Yeah, we try to create that best of both worlds scenario so that if uh, you want to do everything, it's there for you. But if you don't want to do anything, you can also choose that as well. And and the other the other thing, this is not a hosted trip, but the other trend now is these small group, customized group travel experiences, if you will. A lot of, a lot of my partners in travel are limiting their tours to 16 to 18 people. So they're small group trips. Even though they're they're, they're, they're pre-planned for you, they're only going to be 16 to 18 people guaranteed on that tour. And when you think 16 to 18 people, I mean, gosh, a multi-generational family, that pretty much covers everybody. So you can basically block off the entire tour for your family and get that entire tour planned for you just among your family. So these, these small group tours are becoming popular as well. 
And then let's talk for a second about, you know, the opportunity to combine some community service into a hosted trip or some, you know, just community engagement. Absolutely. It, you know, that it, it gets back to talking about immersion and, you know, getting involved. You know, ecotourism, of course, is big as well. So sustainable tourism is, is, is a big trend right now, um, trying to give back uh, to the areas that give us so much, you know, when you think about it. And it, it, the funny thing about it, James, is that before, before COVID, there was this fear of over-tourism. We were worried about having too much tourists in certain areas of the world. Sure. And, and, and the impact that was having on the environment. So it, it's interesting now that, you know, we're, we're trying to crawl our way back from this, but we're trying to do it in a better way than we did before, in a more sustainable way. So it gets back to, yes, giving back and being very aware of the environment and the culture of where we're at. So, you know, we've done some things on our trips where we've, we've given back to uh, local charitable organizations and, you know, understand that these, these are people that are serving us you know, the hospitality industry all over the world. So Yeah, one of the things our kids remember most about one of the trips was the trip to the school. Absolutely, yeah, in Jamaica, uh, right? Yeah, where we had you know, done some, just some limited outreach to help. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing how, how much a very small amount of money can go a long way. Yeah, and I, and I, think, uh, I, I think we as the givers, like, like anything, almost get more out of that than, than the people that we serve. You know, we, yeah. we, we've gotten so much out of that as the people that have gone in there and helped. And then finally, Carl, for our listeners who might want to stay up to date on the latest travel developments, is there a research or a resource or a place you would recommend that they go, you know, to research any any kind of well suggestions? I, I mean, you know, it depends on the type of travel you're doing. Certainly, you know, there is a, you know, if if you're looking for luxury travel, you know, most of them, the the, the large magazines and online sources, you know, are going to be great at recommending. The hot new destinations, you know, I always rely on those myself, you know, whether it be the Condé Nast or, or those magazines which are going to tell us uh, the trends in travel. But, but you know, rely on your travel agent, you know, and it doesn't have to be us. If you have a good travel agent right now, that's, that, that's stick with that person because they're going to be tapped into the industry and the trends in travel. And th- those, are, those are great resources just to rely on. And for those who are interested in learning a little bit more about Anderson Vacations, how would they how would they go about that? Sure, check our website out, AndersonVacations.com. That's a, that's a good starting point. You know, we also have uh, breakout Facebook groups for people that are involved in our hosted journeys. So we'll have specialized uh, Facebook groups ju- just for those journeys, so that we can update everyone on those. But contact us again on our website. Check us out, and you know, we 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 try to do a good tailoring the trip based on your needs. It's all about customization these days and, and trying to find uh, the, perfect, the perfect trip for your family or, or just you and your spouse you know, traveling. Whatever the case may be, we're, we're here to help you customize that trip. Well, Carl, thank you very much. Thank you, James. And that's going to do it for part two of episode two on travel. You know, having personally experienced hosted travel, I can say that the destinations we traveled to, they were always fabulous. But the true indelible memories, the real magic, it was always about the people. You know, the bonds of friendship that we strengthened during the trip. It was about the relationships that we developed and we fostered along the years. That's what really mattered. And so as we all begin to add travel back to our itinerary, I'm sure we're anxious to do so. Let's give some real thought, not only to the places we want to go, but to the people that we want to experience them with. You know, the memories of even the most ideal destination. Let's face it, they have a limited shelf life. 
but the personal connections that we can make on that trip, that's what lasts a lifetime. Thanks again, Carl, for all your time and your wisdom. And congratulations to you and everyone at Anderson Vacations, all the family, to Carl, Linda, Jackie, Ashley. You've all been very responsible for making some indelible memories for all of us, and we appreciate you. You know, for those of you who missed part one, you should really give it a listen because you just might find your next vacation. And please subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on social media. And for regular wealth management updates, all you have to do is ask Alexa for the latest update from Silicon Hills Wealth. Thank you so much for your time. And remember, we can only do our best work if you are here to listen.